Hello, it's Ellie. I hope you are all safe and healthy and doing really well right now. If you need any support from me, please reach out. DM me on Instagram at Mindful Belly. You know, if you need nutrition help, if you need binge eating help, or just want to talk something through, if you're having a lot of anxiety and need a meditation, like I am here for you. So please reach out. And I just want to say, I have been hearing, you know, the quarantine 15 verbiage, that little phrase come up over and over and over and it's getting worse and worse. And like almost everyone I talk to lately, I feel like it's like, oh, Ellie, I feel so gross. I just like keep, I'm just eating all the time. I'm bored. I'm eating. And I actually just wrote an article for the every girl. You can go check that out. It's about how to stop binge eating and boredom eating during this isolation. But anyways, so I am leading a 21 day reset. I was going to wait till June, but I kept having people ask me like, they're like, I need a reset. When's your next reset? So I bumped it up. It's going to start April 13th. So that is the day after Easter. These 21 days are not about deprivation. It's not about some like strict cleanse. It's really about helping you make healthy routines that last and change your mindset around food. You know, I'm going to share with you so many simple swaps, so many ways to make this so easy so that you can, you know, fit in your pants three months from now. It's going to, it's the worst feeling in the world to put on a pair of pants and they be insanely tight or you can't button them. Like it sucks. And it doesn't just affect you because then you're pissed. You're like, angry at yourself. There's some self-loathing maybe. I know I used to feel that a lot. And, and then it would project onto other people. You know, then your significant other says, good morning. And you're like grumbling <laughs> or your kid does something that you normally wouldn't get mad at, but you get mad at him or her because you're frustrated with yourself and you're not able to be compassionate and show up for other people when you're eating things that make you feel bad. And when you're numbing out with food or you're binge eating on ice cream at night, like it just doesn't, it's a very quick spiral and those cravings can come on strong. So I'm going to help you beat them. And I'm going to help you. These 21 days are not about, you know, again, not about deprivation, not about what we're not going to eat. We're going to focus on all the things that you're going to get to eat. And after these 21 days, you're going to have new routines. You're going to be in good habits so that who knows how long this quarantine is going to last, that you're going to be knocking it out of the park and come summer feeling amazing, like feeling excited to go swimsuit shopping. And it's the best feeling in the world when you're showing up for yourself consistently. And sometimes in the beginning, we need that extra support and accountability. And that's where I come in. <laughs> so I would love to have you in the group. It's $75. So this is a investment. I mean, you got to put some skin in the game. It's things that are free, we typically don't follow through with. So showing yourself like I'm committed to 21 days of bettering myself. And I know I can do it because Ellie's going to be here to help me. And so I promise you will get results and you will do amazing. And I'm not going to let you fail. And yeah, so if you want to sign up, you can go to mindfulbelly.com backslash book dash online mindfulbelly.com backslash book dash online, or just go to mindfulbelly.com and click the tab that says 21 day reset and sign up there. And we're going to begin on Monday and I'll get the toolkits kits out this upcoming week. And the toolkits have everything that you could possibly ever need. And so <laughs> I'm excited to get those out and I'm updating them with extra bonuses for those of you who've already done my reset before. Um, some quarantine bonuses to really help you you know, this unique time 
what kind of things to have in your pantry? What kind of things do you have when you can't run to the grocery store or don't want to? You know, there's these backup ideas. And yeah, anyways, it contains a lot of gems. So, and also in this reset, this is not just the nutrition and the mindful eating. This is also, I'm offering, I mean, I'm going to be posting daily live videos in our group and offering live meditations, live fitness classes. I teach yoga, Pilates, and HIIT classes. So they're going to be scattered throughout the day. You can watch them live. You can watch them recorded. And I'm going to be here holding you accountable. So if you're, you know, Sunday night during our weekly group coaching call that we're going to have, or actually Sunday afternoon, and if you can't make it, no worries. Um, It's at one to two and you can watch the recording, but I'm going to be helping you set your goals and I'm going to help you follow through with them through your week and, and navigate any challenges that come up. So if you're committed to three classes with Ellie during the week, I will make sure you are there. Anyways, it's going to be awesome. It's just going to be a fun time. It's really great community building. And I think that's one thing we all need and surrounding yourself with people who, who want to better themselves is one of the best ways to better yourself. Um, It's time to step up. Don't slip into the slippery slope of sugar, coma, and shame and wake up three months later feeling horrible because you don't have to do that. You deserve so much more. Anyways, mindfulbelly.com backslash book dash online. And now for the episode. To be able to survive those holidays and not feel deprived was just like the motivation to keep going. You know, I'm going to do this after Ellie and I's last consultation, after everything is said and done, I'm still eating that way. And it's great. You know, it was just that, cause it, and then sometimes you think, well, I can do anything for three months. And so I thought, well, we're going to do this for three months and we'll see. And now it's been six months and I'm still doing the same thing, you know? <music> Hello and welcome back to the Mindful Belly Don't Eat Your Feelings podcast. I'm your host and health coach, Ellie Rome. And in this episode today, I got to interview one of my previous clients. Her name is Maria and she did my 90-day program about six months ago and she rocked it. So she came to me looking to lose weight. She had tried every yo-yo diet, fad diet, calorie counting, restricting, and nothing had worked. Nothing had stuck. And she was gaining weight and she had, she was developing psoriasis, had some digestive issues, also low energy, having these big energy slumps. And so she came to me looking for relief, some support and accountability because finally was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this alone. I've tried for 20 plus years to do it alone and it hasn't worked. And we had met through actually my ex-boyfriend interestingly enough, (laughs) Um, and have just known each other for for years. And then, you know, I post on Facebook regularly and it was just divine timing. She saw a post and she was feeling this pain and decided to invest in herself. And it has been such an awesome transformation to watch, not only in her physical body, but in her mindset. You know, during our time together, she ended up leaving a job, a toxic position that she was in, that was stressing her out and just not valuing her worth. And so through this, you know, she sees herself differently and she shows up in the world differently and her energy is through the roof. She's fitting in clothes that she hasn't fit in in years. And she just 
continues to inspire me and other people around her. And so I'm so excited to have gotten to have this conversation with her so you can learn kind of her journey, what it looks like going through a 90 day program with me and some of the, the shifts that she saw and like the tools that she used that were contributing to her success and not seeing this as a diet. And it was true. It, it is true lifestyle change. This it's been, you know, three months since we finished the program and she's never went back to the way she was. And that's a true testament because this 90 day program is not meant to be like, yeah, you have my support for 90 days and then you fall off track and go back to the way you were. No, this is like the training wheels. Like we're going to implement your new habits. We're going to figure out what foods are right for you and how to make this work into your life so that after our work together, this is just who you are. This is the way you show up. This is like default mode and you're not having to think about food all the time. And you really feel confident in your choices and your ability to navigate the world. You know, with, we did this program through Christmas, through Thanksgiving she picked the best time of year <laughs> to have coaching. Um, you know, sometimes people are like create all those excuses, but she was like, no, I'm doing it. And even through these holidays, like she proved to herself that she could continue to show up. And if you can get through Christmas and Thanksgiving, you can pretty much get through anything. So with that, we'll dive in. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm great, Ellie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for being willing to come on here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm psyched to be able to get to share with the audience your journey because I think that you are such an inspiration to me as a coach. And, <laughs> and I just, it was great. So great working with you. And yeah, for those of the listeners that don't know, Maria was one of my 90 day clients and she knocked it out of the park. She was so fun to work with and so motivating. And every time I got off the call, I was motivated to go be better and inspired. And so just we're super grateful that we were connected and excited yeah. for her to share. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Maria. I'm 30. I live in Mobile. Um, previous to me meeting Ellie, I had been in the restaurant industry for years. I was migrating towards more of a career um, in the healthcare industry. And so I was uh, transitioning out of that um, restaurant life where it's not sustainable. You know, you're staying up late, your habits are bad. Um, the food is at a pizza place of abundance, um, but those were also the foods that were making me feel not great. Um, and so I was able to get Ellie services and realize that it was really what I was putting into my body is why I was having um, reactions to different things and also why I just wasn't feeling proud of myself at different moments. Yes, thank you. And if we can dive a little deeper in that, so what, what was your lifestyle like before we connected? Like what were, what were the kind of things that you were doing? Um, so I thought I was great. Um, and I would have those normal mood swings that people would have. Um, I would eat foods and then I would immediately want to take a nap. And, you know, you hear all this thing, feel your body, feel your body. Well, I'm feeling it. I'm eating, I'm eating normal ish based on my schedule. Um, and then I realized that I was doing it completely wrong. <laughs> and so, yeah, what kind of, what kind of things were you eating that you thought maybe were like good choices that actually were making you feel bad? 
um, oatmeal, grits, all of these warm things that you want for breakfast. Of course, you have an egg or some protein with it. Um, but I would notice after breakfast, even with coffee and water and all of the things that are traditional breakfast foods, you crash and you ha and it's not like a mid-morning crash. It's almost like a 30 minute later. So you're arriving to work or you're trying to get your day going, but all you can think about is a nap. And then you take the nap and you don't feel any better because you wake up and you have maybe a sandwich for lunch or a burger or you go have, you know, like a late brunch with your friends and you're still not feeling good. Um, dinner, you know, rice, chicken, green beans, all of these things that people are saying, they're healthy, they're great, eat these. No, um, you know, minus the whole foods, the grains were what really got me. My whole 30 years, you know, living in the South, you have eggs, bacon, grits, you have oatmeal with some fruit or some honey on it. No, all of those things were causing me to immediately feel great and then feel so much worse afterwards. Yes. Oh, I love that you're sharing all these like specifics I think, <laughs> because I think people like there are the foods like oatmeal, like it sounds healthy, like, oh, it's oats, but it's right. just makes your blood sugar. And if you have a sensitivity, sensitivity to grains, it's just even a more hit to like that blood right. sugar spike and crash. And then your inflammation feeling in your body. Correct. So, yes. And then what do you think? So before working together, what do you think like were your patterns as far as maybe like mindlessly eating or stress eating what kind of things were you noticing yeah those things where I didn't eat immediately when I was hungry I kind of waited until I was hangry and then you overeat um and then you say all right I'm not going to do this again so then the next day you have way uh, like way more food throughout the day than you normally would have because you're like all right I don't want to get hungry I've packed my snacks I've packed my yogurt packed with tons of sugar, you know, um, the granola bars that I was eating weren't good. I love nature Valley oats and honey, but now I found better alternatives to that that don't have as many, um, sugars and just artificial things in them. And so I've noticed that I'm not hungry. Um, it, in that hangry sense, you know, you kind of fuel your body the way that it, you just find out what works for you. Yes, Maria, I love this. And what do you think, like when you started out, like, what really was the spark that was like, I need, I need to reach out and get some like coaching. Like I need support. So we got married last April. So April 6th, we're coming up on a year. And so I think when I met you was probably five months ago. Um, in the beginning, I, we had just gotten our wedding album back. And I looked and I went, oh my word, I dieted before the wedding. Um, and I didn't necessarily lose weight. I thought I did, but the day we put on the dress, I was like, nope, fits just like it did at the bridal shop, you know? And so after looking at those photos, I'm like, Maria, you eat, you buy good things for your family. You know, you, uh, yeah, you have pizza sometimes. Yeah, you have beer, um, but what's wrong? And then at the end of the day, like even my, calories were where they should be, but it was the type of macros that I was putting into my diet. You know, yeah, you can have a 300 calorie portion of pasta, but what is that pasta doing days after, you know, it's not, it's not healthy. And so that's when I was like, wait, Ellie, Ellie does this. <laughs> and so that's when I reached out to you. You know, I just knew that even with the abundance of educational items for like food and eating and how to, you know, live healthy, there's still 
this thing where you're like, all right, I can do it myself. You try it so many times, you yo-yo diet, you go low carb, you go vegan, you do vegetarian, you do all of these things. But at the end of the day, I realized I couldn't do it by myself. <laughs> yeah. And what do you think, what do you think the, I guess, what was, what's missing when you're trying to do it by yourself? The accountability. Seriously, you know, like my husband is so supportive and he's so thin, he exercises and men just have a faster metabolism than women, period. Um, and so he would be so supportive about things, but at the end of the day, he, um, I don't know, I guess it just didn't, it didn't work as well as I guess having someone who is skilled in this, who has taken the classes, who's done the research, who at a moment's notice can go, hey, don't get this brand of oatmeal, but let's try a grain-free. Let's put some apples in it. Let's put some cinnamon. Let's skip the sugar. You know, all of your recipes that, hey, Ellie, it's cold outside. I want breakfast, but I can't have grits or oatmeal. What can you send me? And just that, you know, 30 seconds later, here's three recipes that I can try throughout the week. Just that accountability, knowing that this person um, knows what they're doing, and that they can definitely guide you in the right direction. Pinterest will only take you so far. <laughs> Thank you. I think this is huge just because, yeah, there are, there's so much information out there. Like we're mm -hmm. inundated with information, but it's like, am I actually using it? Am I, is it actually like geared towards my specific body, my specific schedule? Correct. Yeah. That's a big one. And what did you find like how it worked, you know, with your schedule? Because you were, insanely busy having two jobs at the time. So yeah, you can expand on that. Um, I was just better prepared. You know, I would take my lunchbox with me to work. Um, and there are, there were quite a bit of uh, options at work, but you know, you just kind of get after working there for seven years, you're like, I don't want the Greek salad with no feta today. You know, I want to bring something from home and maybe add items from the kitchen. So it was just making sure, honestly, that I had those little Costco guacamole cups with me. Those are so great. Dip, celery, carrots, hummus, or um, uh, cucumbers, you know, anything that you want with that, eat it on some chicken. Um, you know, just finding options and just really planning out your day. What are you going to eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner? What are your snacks going to be? And I didn't notice a rise in my grocery budget either. You know, it was kind of cutting out that bread and cheese and finding, you know, maybe I'll get a bag of avocados this week instead of the loaf of bread. You know, I'll get sweet potatoes and I'll make a little breakfast thing with that. So, because I, I know that's one big thing that people say like, well, it's just so expensive to go healthy. No, no, it's not. You know, there are options everywhere. And we're not talking like driving to different stores. It's going to Publix, going to Costco, going to Rouse's, just going to the same stores you do, just looking for different items. Yes. Ah, oh, thank you for saying that. Because I think, that, like you said, one of the biggest hiccups people that can get blocked on is it's going to be expensive. It's right. Be, and it really doesn't have to be. No. And I'm glad that you saw that. Yeah. Yes. And then for, as far as like kind of going back a little bit, when, what were you experiencing as far as like symptoms that you wanted out of being healthier? Like what were your motivating factors? Um, I noticed like this bloating and, you know, we think about bloating like, oh, it's, I'm a woman, you know, my belly's bloated. No, this is like all over, like face, neck, everything is just 
enlarged um and then it would go away the next day so you wake up thin and then you go to bed fat you know um and it was just that weird and then along with the bloating comes really weird gas bubbles they may not leave your body but you can feel them kind of moving around in there you sit down you stand up you bend over and there's just like this oh when you when you stand up you know um i had extremely bad psoriasis and it's just a little area on the back of my scalp, like the, uh, what do they call it? The snort bite. So <laughs> right there in that snort bite area. Um, and it was just itchy. And I thought, why is this just now happening to me? I have not had eczema, psoriasis, any type of dry skin ever in my life. So I was reading about different things that can throw you into like an adult stage of psoriasis. And almost all of them were diet, 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 diet. And they didn't go into how to, you know, get that off or or like what to do, because it's kind of depends on your body. Um, And so that was a really big thing with you, you know, like, I just want this to go away, but I also want to feel better. Uh, And then weight loss, obviously, because who doesn't want to start a diet and drop a few pounds or a lifestyle change? I'll say it like that, you know? Yes, beautiful. And I, for listeners who are struggling with psoriasis or eczema and just like driving the fact that yes, diet plays such a huge part in this. And like, you can put as many ointments and creams on it, but you've got to heal the inside and gluten and dairy being like huge, huge fuelers for psoriasis and eczema. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then for, um, I guess, so starting out, so weight loss, really like healing that psoriasis patch and the, like the gurgling and bloating. Mm -hmm. Gurgling. Yeah. (laughs) I used to have that so badly and it was Again, the same trigger foods. It's that mm-hmm. the, the dairy, the grain, soy. And so what do you think, how quickly did you start seeing shifts in your body? Um, I would say within the first week, I noticed that the bloating was going away. Um, I wasn't eating those foods that I now know caused me great pain. Um, but really four weeks in is when I was able to put on pants and shorts and things from two years ago. Um, but you know, and so four weeks, uh, and then after another eight weeks, it just got increasingly better. Um, I was busy. I was exercising then too. And I told you, I've kind of slacked on exercising just with school being so crazy and then me not working as much. I want to sit here and do homework. I don't really want to get on my Bowflex, but that's something that I have started. And this has been a week now and I already feel like, all right, things are picking back up. You know, my diet never changed the foods that we put in our body. Um, but now adding exercise back into it, it's like a completeness, you know? Yes. Yes. And what do you think for, as far as like, when you started this diet, I know it can be really scary for people to think that they have to give up bread and dairy. Like those are two huge staples of the diet. Right. So what, did, what did, what helped you like go through that? Um, for me, honestly, just knowing that it was temporary in a sense, because there are so many gluten-free options. There are great vegan dairy options. You know, my biggest thing was yogurt. I love yogurt and yogurt as a woman is so important with probiotics and all of these things that just keep us internally healthy. And so, you know, finding that coconut based Chobani, that was life changing because it was so good. Um, finding the Daya and the follow your heart cheeses, and then knowing eventually that I would wean back into like a bread thing with gluten-free. I didn't want to do it at first because, you know, it was weird. You don't want to 
you kind of want to trick yourself into being like, all right, we're going to drastically change in the beginning and then we can start to wean things back in. But you know, when I had the flu, I ate those simple meal saltine crackers. Those were amazing. They're smaller than a normal uh, saltine cracker, but that's okay because you wind up eating less. Uh, I couldn't really notice a change in those versus like the Nabisco saltines that you buy, you know? Um, simple meals, the pumpkin bread, the muffins, you know, all there's a lemon bar cake, phenomenal, you know? And so all of these healthier options for things that I'd always eaten, you know, you can make a great gluten-free loaf and it can be fresh and you can slice it the way you want based on how you're going to incorporate that bread into your meal. Yes. And as far as even just like, so having these swaps, so I think that's so essential, these simple swaps that we found to make it very seamless. Right. Um, yeah. And then the go-to is like having your, like you mentioned earlier, the guacamole packs with the, mm-hmm. the vegetables. And, and then what do you think for like your sugar and carb balance? That was a big focus during our work together. Huge focus. Um, I noticed that, so we love rice. We have rice with everything. Um, But the day that we switched to the cauliflower rice wasn't a huge deal. You know, you still have that. You can season it the way you want. You can make a stir fry or you can make it more savory and have it with your chicken or your Indian food. You know, we have, we love um, coconut chicken or curry chicken. And so just having that little bit of cauliflower rice under it, Um, I was noticing at the end of meals, I didn't want to nap. And so I knew that that was my sugar not spiking, you know, and also rice is great, but most people have a tendency to overeat it. And then, so then you're just adding more and more and that bloating and that fullness. And I mean, it's been life changing, not being so full after a meal that you just want to sit there and unbutton your pants, you know? Yes. Huge. And so what do you think like for your energy wise, what did you see like at work? What did you notice? Like that it was day? all day instead of just spurts, you know, from the time I woke up, I even found myself, I love coffee and I, there's just something soothing about it and tea as well, you know, but just that caffeine boost in the morning, I would find that some mornings I would wake up, I would drink water, I would cook my breakfast, make our lunches for the day and then it'd be 10 o'clock and I'm like, I didn't even have coffee and I feel fine, you know, I didn't need it, because you, you hear, um, oh, get your espresso, you're, you need that morning boost, no, if you've eaten well for the past, you know, 96 hours, that energy is just continuing, and so it wasn't one of those things where I was just so tired in the middle of the day, or I was so tired at night, I would almost have to make myself go to sleep, because I just had that much energy. This is awesome. Yes. And I remember hearing the shift in your voice, even like from yeah. our first sessions, just to like, after a couple of weeks, you can just like hear the energy coming through. And it's yeah. Just like, yes. And what do you think? I, that, oh, sorry. No. So one thing, um, you know, we always put off exercising. And so in the beginning I was like, well, I'm burning enough calories at work or, you know, I'm going from this job to this job. I ran around the hospital. Now I'm running around a restaurant, but I would find on my off days, I would be almost like jittery with energy. And so I would go exercise, you know, it's a beautiful day at 12. I'll go out on my deck and I'll do, put my yoga mat out. I'll do some stuff. I'll do some high intensity and then kind of calm down after that. And I think that was like a really big thing for me because you just convince yourself, well, I'm too tired or I've already put so many hours in at work. 
Um, and then having that time and that energy to just go, all right, I can't deny this any longer. I'm going, you know? Yes. And I think that's a huge piece to, to really hone in on because so much of it is the calorie restriction and like, I'm just going to deprive myself and force myself to work out. But if you're eating crap, be foods. So if you feel low energy, like you don't want to work out and eventually it falls apart. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, like, like it's got to be both pieces, like to have the energy to want to work out. And then you're like, Oh, this is great. Like, let me keep going. Yeah. This isn't miserable. Like I, I, you can actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and going back to that calorie thing, I was restricting myself in a sense of like, all right, well, they say you need 1400 calories a day for a woman. And I was meeting that quota, but I was not losing weight. I wasn't feeling better. And it's because it's just the food choices that I made, you know? Yeah. And what do you think? Like, did this feel, did you feel deprived during our work together? Not at all. I thought after our first initial consultation, I thought, oh, wow, this is going to be crazy. You know, I'm not (laughs) going to have these items, but not once did I feel deprived. I mean, seriously. I'm so happy to hear that. And I do, what do you think your mindset around food? Like just even like, okay, awesome. Like this queso in front of me, like, what is your, just like things that maybe you like would have wanted, like what was your mindset in order to be able to not choose that? Uh, so, you know, I did slip up and we went to the Mexican restaurant and I had queso and I think that was probably six weeks in. And I remember feeling so bad the next morning when I woke up that I thought, all right, I'm not doing this again. You know, it was one of those things. My body said, yuck, get it out. This is not good. We're trying to wean and get away from this life. And here you are. And so that was a big wake up call for me. Um, And honestly, I mean, to have survived Thanksgiving, Christmas, holiday parties, I chose a really rough time to go into this. you did. You chose like the Olympics Um, of coaching. Exactly. And so to be able to survive those holidays and not feel deprived was just like the motivation to keep going. You know, I'm going to do this after Ellie and I's last consultation, after everything is said and done, I'm still eating that way. And it's great. You know, it was... Just that, because, and then sometimes you think, well, I can do anything for three months. And so I thought, well, we're going to do this for three months and we'll see. And now it's been six months and I'm still doing the same thing, you know? Yes. And that is the goal is that like after the 90 days, it's not reverting back to old behaviors. It's like we, lifestyle change. This is, I see food differently. Right. And what do you think, like, as far as things you may look at? Like, does food look differently to you now? Certain foods? Um, yeah, it does. And, and it's not necessarily in a negative way because I'm not going to shame anyone if they want to gorge out on anything that, and sometimes people are just, their sensitivities are different. But I look at food as type, like a, I'm not going to eat that, you know? Um, it, again, it's not like a negative or a shame. It's just, it's a weird, I can't really put it into words, but I just look at things and go, nope, nope. You know, it's really easy at Costco to, when you come out of the fresh produce, you're kind of meandering and that's where they have all of the muffins and the cinnamon rolls. And, you know, I just kind of glance over there and I'm like, nope, keep it moving. You know, we, that, that's just not something that I choose to eat anymore. And that's the thing. It's a choice. So it's what you choose to do. Yes. And I love that verbiage of choosing versus like, not like walking down the aisle. Like I can't have that. It's like, no, right. I can have all of this. I could eat 
all of these cinnamon rolls. But like, I, right. I don't, I don't want to feel like crap. So I'm, I'm choosing yeah. consciously to just like, okay. And it's so much, I think it's just a different conversation in the brain because our, otherwise our rebellious side, like, if you were like, I can't have that, then it's just like white knuckle gripping it until we get stressed and then we go eat it. Right, right. Yeah. And so what have you noticed with just like that mindfulness around eating with food? What, what's the conversation, like the, maybe the mindset shift around like mindful eating, like stress eating or anything like that? Um, stress eating stress. I used to have tons of snack events. Now, if I'm watching a movie and I have a snack event on celery, I don't feel bad about it. You know, I'm like, Hey, I'm hydrating myself. Cause it, it stress eating is a thing. Even when you change your lifestyle, you know, you're just like, it's almost like that oral fixation. You're just like, all right, all right. I need it. It makes me feel better. It's comforting as humans to eat. Um, and so if you choose wisely, you don't feel, um, bad afterwards, you know, you can still have your hummus and your celery, but you're just not eating all the pita chips with it. And then there's a whole bag whole bag of celery and a whole bag of pita chips are two completely different scenarios, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but just knowing that what you put in your body is either going to hurt you or, or hurt you or help you for the next 24 to 48 hours. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, your choices today really do stick with you for tomorrow. Yeah. And what do you think it did? Like by changing your diet, what do you think it did for your mood and like just the way you show up in the world? Um, night and day. Uh, just having that healthy relationship with food, it does something internally and it, it kind of proves you like I can do anything now. You know, if I can walk past the chip aisle and not opt for things that I would have put in my bat or my buggy to have with a sandwich, but to kind of go past that and maybe look at the beef jerky or the nuts or, you know, these uh, sprouted sunflower seeds are my new obsession. They're so great on <laughs> salads or just as a handful. Um, and so, you know, it just, there's something rewarding in itself when you pick that up and put it in your buggy as opposed to something else. And I mean, it just made me realize that I am valuable. I am important. I am treating myself like that. I'm fueling myself like that. So now everybody else needs to treat me like that. <laughs> you yes. show up for yourself and people end up showing up for you as well. Yes. And I love this so much. And the shift to shift gears, like dive yeah. more into this is, so can you tell me how your mindset shift with diet and how changing this fueled your like career choices? Yeah. So I was the general manager of a restaurant. I loved my regulars. I loved my people, my coworkers. Um, but there were just certain things that were happening maybe from, um, the business owner or the business corporation or, you know, just things that I felt like I was being treated unfairly. And I was completely now looking back, I'm like, you're an idiot for staying there. Um, but that was something that I would probably still be doing had I not realized my potential through your program. You know, your program made me feel important and whole and, you know, like I can do anything. I have just changed everything that I've learned in 30 years. I can change for the better as well. And so that initial step of like the first four weeks, you know, getting the, the food and the nutrition part underway. And then you shift into like, well, what can I do for myself? What self 
self-help can I do? Um, and so again, I quit a job. <laughs> I invested money in a program. I invested money and time in myself and I quit a job. That's crazy. But it just, it, stress immediately went off, you know? Um, just it's, yeah, I don't know. I, it's such a weird, weird thing to say, like who, who enters a program and then drastically changes their life. But that's just what inside of me happened. You know, it's like a soul cleanse. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And how do you think, what do you think you had to like believe about yourself in order to, to do that? I'm worth it. Every bit of my time, my energy, my sanity, is worth it. Yes. And what did you, what have you noticed since around like your stress levels and when you're, when you're treating yourself like that? Um, when you are treating yourself healthy, you, I'm not going to say stress is non-existent, but it pretty much is, you know, you kind of, you get through that, like, all right, so maybe we had to put a car in the shop or maybe, you know, there's a flat tire or I locked myself out of my house. <laughs> I got in my car, I drove to work and it said no key fob detected because I remember running back into my home and leaving my keys on the table, but push to start, they'll still let you run. Um, things like that. I would laugh about them. You know, if something happened to where, uh, like this, I mean, this COVID situation is a little more tense, but I'm not laughing about that. But just certain scenarios that would happen to me, I'm like, it's okay, you know? And six months ago, Maria would have been crying or just going, all right, this is it. My day's ruined. Your day's not ruined. You just had a weird five minutes. Let's pull through it. Let's get it together. You do some chicken. <laughs> you know? um, but it wasn't that like, I need ice cream because this happened to me. So that was a really big thing because I love ice cream, but I found better ice cream and even like banana ice cream that you oh, can make at home, you know? Yes. Yes. And what do you think for like going through the, I guess starting to put yourself first, really prioritizing your, your well-being, were there any specific tools that you use to help, like that you continue to use like with your stress? Um, rationalizing it just kind of walking it through in your head. Sometimes it's painful because you're like, all right, I did this and now this is the consequence. But if you don't harp on it and you just kind of let it go, take it as a life experience uh, and move on, a lot of people just hoard things and they're, you know, just things inside of them that make them an angry person. It's okay to touch on those, think about them, realize what happened, but take everything as a learning opportunity. Yes. And do you think as far as like, I know in our work, like when you were really in the thick of it, because your work was crazy busy, the two jobs, everything, um, using the breath work, how did that help you? I did use that a lot. Um, it took a while, you know, you introduced me to it. And then for like two weeks, I kind of forgot about it. Um, but that's a real thing, you know, just breathing. And in that breathing time, you are, you're not doing anything else. It's like you, you calm yourself down naturally, which is a really weird thing, but it, it, it works. It helps. Um, and so, but at that point, I think that I had, I was just kind of in that numbness. I was, I was eating well, but I was still a little numb to what was going around me, but I've used that more after the program 
than I had during the program. So it's something that stuck, you know, hey, you, I just made a 74 on a test. I really thought the whole time I was making a 94 because I knew all of the stuff. Breathe about it, go back in, review your notes and just be prepared for the final. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad to hear that, that you're, that it's still a tool that you use. Mm-hmm. Now, that's awesome. And what do you think for, as far as like comparing this to other diets or other protocols that you've tried in the past, what do you think was different that made this? Uh, this stuck. No other diet has. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, I, I think that the whole approach to it is you can choose to view it as something that you can temporarily, temporarily do, or you can jump in and just go, all right, lifestyle change, lifestyle change, lifestyle change. You know, that term is all over the internet right now. And I truly know what that means now. Um, I'm not hungry. I'm not angry. I changed my life and my diet just happened to be a part of that. Yes. And what do you, do you think there was any sort of identity shift between Maria six months ago and Maria now? 100%. I'm a completely different person now. I mean, I'm still me. I'm still laughable. Um, but things that would normally just upset me or annoy me, they don't. Um, I don't have mood swings. I don't have sugar spikes, you know, and that goes so, so much in line with how you treat other people you know, um, again, just not annoyed. It's almost like, all right, I get to be here. I get to go to work. I get to show up for this. And previously I'd be like, oh, I have to go. I told them I'd go. No, I get to go. Yes. And that's amazing how much that changing, starting with the diet, changing your mindset that that evolved into just your perspective in life. Yeah. Food truly affects your mood. It is crazy. (laughs) Yes. And what do you think, I guess for somebody who is, you know, if you can imagine somebody that's in your boat that you were in like six months ago and feeling the way you were feeling, what would you offer them as advice? Do it. Um, It's literally life-changing. You know, it's one of those things where, again, all the resources are out there. You could do it yourself, but will you do it yourself? And I I tried, I tried, I didn't. Um, Just do it. You know, it's worth it. And if it's not, then that you're just a different, you need a different approach, you know? Um, But I don't think that I've met anybody because even when I was researching you, um, all of the testimonials were basically people like me skeptical at first, but then just wholeheartedly dove into it. Um, and you know, my husband even said, he was like, I'm so glad that this is a paid service because you're going to take it seriously. And that's so true. You know, there are little Instagram people that you can follow. You can do all this stuff and read about what they're doing, but until you truly invest in it and invest something like money, you know, you take it seriously. Totally. And did you have like, after our strategy session, did you have, or even before, like, were you nervous about investing in yourself? Um, nervous because of failure. You know, I had failed so many times before everything, um, food related, career related. You know, I just, I set unreal expectations for myself and these unachievable goals. And this was something that was totally achievable. 
you know, at the beginning of this, if you would have said, cause you know, you, you, you don't, you don't really think, and I didn't, I didn't really think about what I would be giving up. I just kind of thought like, all right, it's a last ditch effort. But in the beginning, if I would have said, all right, Maria, you're not ever going to eat bread again. You're not ever going to eat cheese again. You know, I, I don't know if I would have been as, um, prepared for it, but it was those gradual changes. All right, this week we're going to cut out this. We're going to see how you feel. I feel great. Cool. We're going to continue cutting that out. This week we're going to cut this out. I feel great. And then I was like, oh my gosh, you know, all of these simple, and there's a switch for everything now. So that's really important to remember to anyone who's kind of hesitant about it. And I didn't notice a texture change in the bread. I didn't notice a texture change in the cheese or the yogurt you know, it was there. It was just knowing that it's something I could still have in my diet. Yeah. And who do you think you would recommend this, like a 90 day program to? Anyone who's previously tried and can't do it themselves or has failed or had life happened and you got off track one weekend and you thought, well, I'm done with this. Do it, stick with it, try it. Um, you'll thank yourself in the end. Thank you. And as far as like your advice for people, if you could share three pieces of wisdom to my audience that for anyone struggling with their eating habits or health, what would those three pieces of advice be? Um, be patient. You're not going to notice changes immediately. But when you do gradually start to see those changes, you are so thankful for them. Um, be kind to yourself. <laughs> you know, there are days where you want to resort back to that previous version of yourself, even if it's only been a week into the program. Um, but just be kind and know that, you know, if you have that setback, you eat that cheese dip at the restaurant. It's okay. Because uh, trust me, your body is going to tell you not ever again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh gosh three so patient kind um you're worth it you know you're worth this change for your body you can listen to yourself you can experience yourself in new ways but at the end of the day you're becoming a much better version of yourself beautiful thank you so much for all of this, Maria. I, I, I'll already listen to it. It'll inspire me as well. Like, this is awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes. Is there anything else that you want to touch on or share or you feel like just needs to be said? Um, no, I think I've already told you thank you about a million times, but seriously, <laughs> thank you. And, you know, just to know that six months ago, I invested in myself. And here, six months later, you're still checking up on me. You're still, you know, sending me emails about simple swaps, how to survive this, how to survive that. Um, you know, the Valentine's Day thing, the, I was prepared with paleo dark chocolate bites because of you. You know, I didn't get the Russell Stover mini assortment this year. I got something that was sustainable, but also fit with the holiday. Um, so thanks, you know, just a lot of things have changed with myself and, um, it's all been for the better. Life's crazy and weird all the time. Um, but I now know that at the end of the day, because I decided to invest in myself, I am 
on top of everything, you know, like everything that comes to me, good or bad is just part of life. And so that was really cool to be able to realize that. Beautiful. Thank you. And I guess, wait, last thing is for quarantine wise, for people uh-huh. that are like stressed out and anxious and like eating all the things, like what, what are you doing right now during your time? That's really helping you like stay on it. Um, so quarantine, I am still working 40 hours a week because I work in a hospital. Um, CJ, my husband works for the Coast Guard, so he's still going to work. They are now transitioning to being at home. And so, uh, you know, we made our Costco run. And so I didn't hoard there. You could only get like one fresh poultry pack per card. So I just made sure that there were things here for him to snack on while he's going to be working from home. But also, um, making sure that I didn't have to get those last minute runs, like maybe a Jimmy John's Unwitch, which is one of my favorite things right now. It's wrapped in lettuce instead of bread. It's so good. Um, But I didn't want to risk that driver having to drop something off at the hospital or, you know, um, I just made sure that we had frozen fruits, frozen vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, I can tell who's stocking up during this quarantine and it's not people who eat a dairy, um, grain and soy free diet. So that's good for us. There's a lot of options out there. Um, but it, you know, it's just invest in yourself during this time, learn sign language, you know, read a book. There are so many free options right now. Um, get out. I've seen so many people in our neighborhood walking around and that's great because we don't have that many walkers. Um, just get out there and enjoy the time. It's beautiful outside. You know, you don't have to be at the beach or be at a pool or be around, sorry, um, or be around anything that you don't necessarily have to expose yourself to, but just get out there and have fun. Yes. I wish honestly that I could have like a whole 40 hour week off um to decompress and try and experience the quarantine lockdown. Um, but I don't get that opportunity. But for the people who are, just enjoy it. Think about all those times that you were so stressed out at work and you're like, I can't wait for a vacation. You've got one. You know, it may not be to your liking or the way that you wanted your vacation to go, but make it your own. Make it what you want to do. Have fun in your house. Clean the baseboards. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And thank you for your service and for showing up. I mean, yeah, you're you're going to to the battlefield like every day. Literally, it's crazy right now. Um, but you know, as a country, we are advanced. We are smart and unique and we just have to do the right thing right now so yeah everybody can play their part and then when the year's over and we survived covid people can have this reassurance in themselves like i helped i did my part i did my due diligence and i changed a lot of things about myself for the better you know come out of this a better person yes thank you so much maria so much love to you i love seeing your face (laughs) Yay! <laughs>